You're listening to Red Nation Online. I think that gives us confidence, and, and I feel like they feel like they got away with something there with the game getting called off. But um, we're going in with our heads up, and we're going in to win the game, both games. Welcome to Inside the MLS. News and interviews from and about key figures and happenings in our Major League Soccer. Red Nation Online recently had the opportunity to speak with Shea Salinas of the Vancouver Whitecaps. In this interview, Shea discusses his first season with the Whitecaps, Vancouver's recent coaching change from Teeter Thorderson to Tom Stone, playing with Whitecaps designated player Eric Hasley. Vancouver's recent win against his former team, the Philadelphia Union, and the Whitecaps' upcoming rescheduled Canadian Championship Final, second leg against Toronto FC. And now, Shea Salinas. Shea, you were unable to start the season due to injury, but in recent weeks you've returned to the lineup and cemented a place in the starting 11. Do you feel like you're hitting your stride as the MLS season has hit its midway point, and are you back to your optimum level of fitness? Yeah, um, definitely. It was tough missing the first part of the season because I felt like I had a, a pretty strong preseason. Uh, I got injured a week before the season started and had to miss a few games, but now that uh, I'm back in the lineup consistently playing, I definitely feel 100% healthy and 100% fit. Um, things are going well. Just need to start finding ways to get some goals and assists. The Whitecaps recently underwent a change at the head coaching position. And while both Tom Sohn and Teeter Thorson appear to have favored you as a starting right winger, I'm wondering if you could talk a little bit about the differences in style between the two coaches and any adjustments that you might have had to make in switching to playing under Sohn. Um, yeah, we all liked Teeter a whole lot. Um, his character was incredible. He was just a good guy. Um, so it was, we were all saddened to see him go, but we understand that this is a business and it's a business that uh, thrives on results and we weren't getting them. So the change was made, and there wasn't that much of a difference made to my personal role. Um, the team still still wants me running at guys and getting getting into dangerous spots. But as far as uh, the team aspect goes, we're gonna we try to keep the ball a little more, uh, not force it into situations where we don't have numbers. So um, some tactics have changed, but um, overall, it's not that much different. Now, obviously, the Whitecaps didn't go outside the organization when the coaching change was made, and I'm assuming that Tom was one of the main proponents in bringing you to the team. Has that familiarity with Tom made it an easier adjustment for the whole team, even with the changes in tactics and some changes in roles? Yeah, it's definitely easier when a guy comes in and already knows the players. Um, Has probably hand-selected most of them. Um, That makes the jump extremely easy because he knows your strengths and weaknesses and isn't spending the first few weeks trying to figure everything everything out. Um, so that definitely made the transition a, a lot easier. And uh, Tommy Stone's been great about pulling us aside, talking to us what he wants us to improve on, talking to us on what he, he sees uh, our roles in the team. So he's been great as far as communicating with the players on what exactly he wants to see. Vancouver is actually the third time that you've played for an MLS expansion team. Has there been any commonality to, to your experiences with San Jose, Philadelphia, and Vancouver, or have they all been, yeah, unique, well, been unique? Yeah, well, 
what I find the most common thing aspect is um, I've been all three teams were good teams with talented players, um, but all three teams found it extremely difficult to get wins. Um, I think that when you put a new bunch of players together, um, even though they might, after a few months, know each other's strengths and weaknesses, it's still difficult to get cohesion and fight through 90 minutes to get a win. Um, so that's what I found difficult in all three expansion teams is that it's just tough picking up points. Um, and hopefully after our Philadelphia win, we, we can start to start to pick that uh, habit up and start winning some games here. This is your first time playing for a Canadian club, and I'm curious how a lad from Dallas, Texas, is, is adjusting to life in a West Coast city like Vancouver. <laughs> yeah, uh, I've been fortunate enough to travel all over the place. Um, grew up in Dallas, school in South Carolina, played in San Jose, California, Philadelphia, and now Canada. I've been able to live in a lot of places, and Vancouver's the prettiest city I've ever lived in. Uh, there's not many places where you can lay on the beach and look up at snow-capped mountains. Um, so in that aspect, it's been incredible. You're 25 years old now and getting close to that age when athleticism mixes with experience for a player's prime years. Do you feel you're close to your prime? And what are some of the areas of your game that you still want to improve upon? Oh, there's definitely improvement that needs to be made. I think in the final third, I think I have, have developed a lot as a player in my four years in the league now. Um, like you said, experience has, has played a key role in that. But I would really like to improve. Now that I'm getting solid minutes um, and, and being more consistent, I'd like to improve my um, decision-making in the final third and just that final pass. Um, I think that will make a huge difference in my career on which way it goes. So um, I have been able to improve a lot, but I would love to get better in the final third. You have excellent pace out wide and are good at breaking down um, players 1v1. Who are some of the players that have influenced you as a developing player? Um, yeah, I like players that have my skill assets uh, or the same attributes, I guess. I wish I had their skill, their skills. Um, guys like Lennon, um, um, Walcott, Garrett Bell, these English players um, who are just speedy wingers and like to take guys one-on-one -on -one and get the ball in the box um, are guys that I enjoy watching. In watching your play in the final third of the pitch, you seem to have a really strong intent to break down the opposition so you can create chances for Vancouver's imposing center forward, Eric Hasley. Does having a target like Hasley out there inform how you approach the game? Oh, absolutely. When you have a guy that can put the ball in the back of the net like he can, it always gives, gives you more confidence. You want to give him the ball as much as possible. Um, unfortunately, I have not been able to, to get him any assists yet. Um, but we've been working on it in practice, we're working on it, and we're getting closer. So uh, he doesn't miss very often, so the more he has the ball, the better we're going to be. Many people are now simply referring to the goal that Hasley scored against Seattle as the goal, given that it's, <laughs> it's going to be very hard for any player in the MLS to top that win this season. Does having a game-breaker like Hasley, who can score at any time and score in such a spectacular fashion, does it give the team overall more confidence that you can come back from any deficit or defeat any other team? Absolutely. I mean, that game tells it all. Um, we're winning the game. We think we're going to win. Within three minutes, we're losing, and our heads are down. We're like, okay, I can't believe we're going to come out here with zero points. And Hasley pearls out our miracle goal that um, is really unsavable and probably unreplicated 
ever again in the MLS. Um, and we end up with a point there. So having that hope and that, that spark that he is is incredibly inspiring to us and, and uh, keep, keeps us going throughout the whole 90 minutes. You kind of touched on this. Vancouver's recent win against your former team, the Philadelphia Union, ended a 14-game winless streak and removed a huge monkey from the team's back. Many are predicting that that win was the breakthrough the team needed in order to go on a run of securing more instances of three points in the second half of the season. Yeah, we feel that our team has been right on the verge of winning almost every game we've played in, all except probably the Houston game and the Salt Lake game, but we've been right on the tipping point. Um, so hopefully the Philadelphia win was that was pushing us over the ledge where we can start going a roll start to get on a roll here and uh, put some wins together. How's the confidence of the team heading into the sec- second half of the season? Uh, we're extremely confident. Uh, we know that we're one mistake away, one pass away, one goal away from a win almost every game. So um, if we could just do those small things in a game throughout 90 minutes, I think the second half of the season could be awesome for us. Um, we've got the Canadian Championship coming up that um, that we plan on winning, and uh, we're going to build off that as well. Uh, speaking of Philadelphia, you're always very active and have a great work rate, but you seem to have even that much more of a jump in your step against the Union. What was your mindset like going into that match? Oh, I've wanted to win so badly. Um, I mean, you try hard, as hard as you can every single game, but uh, when you're playing your former club, it just means a little more. Um, so, I mean, it just, it was incredible to get a victory in that game. Um, it felt good, felt good that we hadn't won in so long. Uh, so the feeling of winning was awesome again. And, um, yeah, it was just, it was a big game for me. Your former Furman University teammate, Jonathan Leathers, is Vancouver's right back. Has your familiarity and friendship with Jonathan made it any easier to develop chemistry as a winger fullback duel down Vancouver's right flank? Oh, absolutely. Uh, Leathers and I have known each other since our freshman year of college uh, together. And um, we've been able to, to know each other's habits, know each other's strengths and weaknesses, and... Um, without even talking to each other on the field, we know what each other's gonna do, so it's been incredible. Um, it's easy to play in front of him. He covers so much ground that uh, makes my job a lot easier. Vancouver's next two games will be against Toronto C, with one a league match and the other the final match of the 2011 Canadian Championship Tournament. With a win, a draw, and a bizarre match that had to be called due to an extremely waterlogged pitch behind you, how confident is the team heading into the next two games? Extremely confident. Um, we we think we match up really well against Toronto. Um, our strengths seem to to go right up against their weaknesses. So um, we're, we're very confident when we play Toronto. We were fortunate to beat them in our first game, um, and then even in that game that got canceled, we were up one 0 on them. So um, I think that gives us confidence, and, and I feel like they feel like they got away with something there with the game getting called off, but. Um, we're going in with our heads up, and we're going in to win the game, both games. So, you know, obviously both teams like, would like to win the championship, pick up a trophy, and, and earn entry into the CONCACAF Champions League. Looking ahead to that rescheduled second leg in Toronto, what do you think will be the keys for Vancouver in terms of winning the tie and claiming the championship? Well, they've got the away goal, so we have to score. Um... I mean, that's our first mentality is if we don't score a goal, we, we don't win this tournament. 
So we've got to go in there and, and try to score goals. And then once once we score a goal or two, then that's when we can start thinking a little more strategic. But uh, right now our mindset is get, get an early goal.